Because he's like, oh, he's so powerful. Hey guys, what's up? We are the Otaku Couple. I'm Mr. Otaku. And I'm Mrs. Otaku. And this is I'd Rather Anime Podcast number two. This is your place to catch up on all things anime, new and old, with the addition of our thoughts, opinions, and banter. We know you could do other things, so we're glad that you'd rather anime with us. Yeah. So we're going to start off with what we watched this week. Um, we watched what My Hero Academia episode 45. Yep, episode 45. Which was awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. Um, It was the end of the Forest Lodge arc. Um, I guess it's a little mini arc, Um, but... I don't know if I would call it a mini arc. Well, uh, six episodes. It's mini for My Hero, I guess. I don't don't know. the, The summer... Uh, training, yeah, the summer training arc, and I don't know. Well, I don't time, even know. I don't even know if the summer's over though. No, the summer is not over. I said the summer training camp though. Yeah, the forest, the forest training camp. Yeah, I don't think they're going back to the forest. Yeah, yeah, I don't think they're going back to the forest either. You know what is with anime and forest and camps? We got we had the twin exams. We got this. We had the hunter exam. I mean, it's not a safe place to be. That's just what I'm gathering. If you yeah. want to test test your, your gumption, you should go to the forest and just yeah. stay there for a couple of days. Training in the forest is a rough idea in anime. It's a rough idea. Don't don't let them talk you into it. Yeah. But yeah. But uh, the setup, though, that ending of this arc, the setup to the next arc, has me really just like, wow, what's going to happen next? I mean... That last line. That last line. It was just epic. Like you can still reach him. You can still reach him. It's so, like, like I mean, the voice actor dug deep when he said those words. It just felt like they were right there. I really enjoyed that episode. But yeah, but uh, thankfully, my hero is uh, not over, and uh, there will be another episode this week. So looking forward to that. Looking forward to it. Next up is Darling in the Franks. We finally first episode it. Darling in the Franks, we've been seeing all the memes and Twitter pictures and Instagrams and everything else all talking about Darling in the Franks. So we decided the first episode didn't give it a try. Yeah, and it was actually pretty good. I mean, it's intriguing to say the least. We were watching it and it kind of reminded me of Kill a Kill mm-hmm. with the animation. So that was pretty cool because I liked, I liked Kill a Kill. But um, it was... It was good. Yeah, I think it was it was enough to be intriguing. Um, I liked O2's character. It, it was different. It wasn't typical. Yeah. Yeah, I'll say that. But, um, yeah. So, we'll maybe watch it when it's done. Yeah, this, I prefer just to binge watch it. Um... It's, it looks like it's going to be good, but I don't know if it's going to be good enough to warrant watching it week to week without having an ending. I'd rather kind of wait to the end. That way we can binge watch it and get it all out. Yeah. I just don't want to invest four hours into it and then it not have an ending. I feel like I'm too late for it to be week to week, if that makes sense. Yeah, that also makes sense. That's kind of like if you jump on the My Hero Academia train right now you might feel like you're too late to watch it week to week like you just want to wait for the arc to be over but 
That's different. Yeah, I wouldn't say that about My Hero, because My Hero is just really good, no matter... It is, but if you haven't seen it, you might not want to jump in and invest all that time into it. I don't know, it's not really that much time in the grand aspect of things. You know, in comparison to other anime, like Fairy Tale and, you know, that have hundreds of episodes. Speaking of hundreds of episodes, One Piece. I watched more One Piece this week. Robin's arc is it's pretty good. It's pretty good, but this these CP9 guys, they're strong. They're beastly strong. They're definitely the strongest guys that Luffy and the crew have had to face so far. And this Buster Call thing just seems like it's it's massive. But um, it's, it's just crazy how far Luffy and his crew are willing to go to save Robin when Robin is repeatedly saying that she doesn't want to be saved. I mean, they they framed her. I mean, she's framed them for, for a crime and everything, and they don't care. They don't care at all. They don't care about Robin's past. They don't care about her insecurities. And they're doing everything to save her, like... They're attacking the world government. It's just crazy. I know you guys have seen One Piece, so I'm not going to like continue to dive into it. But just know that I'm watching it, and it's going awesome. It's it's amazing. All right. Um, He's finally getting to the good parts. Finally getting to the good parts. I'm still like, what, 300 episodes behind where you stopped? Yeah, and I'm like 300%, 300 episodes behind where they're currently at. Yeah, so. So. Yeah. One Piece. Definitely be the longest anime I've ever watched, probably. I don't know. How many episodes was Naruto and Naruto Shippuden put together? A lot. It was a lot. This is, But One Piece <laughs> is still going, so... Yeah, probably the longest. Um, what next? else did we watch? Oh, we watched Violet Evergarden. We first episoded that. Well, I first episoded it. You didn't. For reasons that shall be unnamed. But I fell asleep. He said it, I didn't. I was tired. He fell asleep. We were supposed to watch it together, and like 12 seconds into it, he just was not conscious. But I got really into it, and I really liked it. I just, I liked everything about the first episode. There's like one scene that I didn't really care for, but I mean, one scene out of the entire episode, I think that's pretty good. I like the whole idea of it, I like the premise of it, I like Violet's character. I like the idea of the major. I like all of the characters that have been introduced. Do you know what I liked about it? It looked good. That's For that about whole 12 remember. seconds you saw. Yeah, that's about all I can remember. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it didn't look good. Um, it reminded me kind of of Ancient Magus, where it was just like nice to look at. I don't know, that kind of excited me because I've kind of been hoping to find more anime like that where it's just pretty to look at. But, I mean, I'm excited about Violet Evergarden. I'm gonna probably binge watch it as soon as I finish my current watching list. Which is, what is, I don't even know how to really pronounce it. It's Machikoi O Samurai Girls. I've just been calling it Samurai Girls in my head. But there are, in fact, two words in front of that. But, um, I'm not really gonna talk about that because we plan to keep our podcast PG. So if you want to watch it, go watch it. It's um, it's very entertaining, for sure. I just hope that you're an adult. <laughs> and you like adult humor. Yes. <laughs> this one is definitely not for kids. 
Yep. So, moving on. And I think the last one that we watched was Orange, which we actually binge watched that this weekend. And it was really good. I mean, it was a real quick, like, 13-episode anime. And it was about this girl named Naho. She gets a letter from her future self, basically warning her that the guy that she likes is going to have this great tragedy if she doesn't do something about it. And so it follows her and her friends because there are five of them and they all get letters from their future self and they just go on this I don't want to call it an adventure but this journey to save their friend and I just think it's really interesting so if you like that whole idea of you know if I knew then what I know now you know this anime is definitely right up your alley for that I thought it was interesting anyway yeah um yeah, that's that's pretty much all we watched this week. Other than Overlord, the best thing I have to say we watched all week. Yeah, I'll say the best thing we watched all week. I'm not gonna disagree with you. Yeah, I don't think you can. You saw the episodes. Um, so we finished Overlord season two, and wow, it was it was something else. Um, I really enjoyed it. The things I really liked is just how they made us feel connected to the new characters. Um, the uh, lizard people, uh, let's see, Zarusu. Um, Zarusu? Zarusu. That's, I can't remember how to pronounce his name. He always messes up anime names, you guys. Zarusu. Even though they say it like a million times in the show, he'll still mess it up. I'm just like, they just said it. I don't know how you got this wrong. Yeah, Zarusu. I mean, they made they made you feel for him, you know. They made you feel connected to his character, and then they did the same thing again when it turned around with um, the blue rose girls. Yeah, the blue rose girls, and uh, what was their leader's name? Climb, climb. Not their leader. Well, not their leader, but but their yeah. heavy hitter and the the ninja. The ninja. Climb wasn't their heavy hitter. Climb was the boy. Um, the. Uh, What's uh, the princess's play oh, thing? Oh, the bodyguard. The bodyguard. Yeah, yeah. Him. They made you kind of feel for him a little bit, you know, with his training and everything. I've never trained a day in my life, so I didn't really feel for him as maybe some other people in this room. I th- Well, maybe I shouldn't say feel for. I should say you saw his character develop. I like the fact that they developed his character a little bit. I guess. Okay. I guess. I guess you didn't feel like they developed enough. I mean, of all the characters that I could have picked for winner of the character development award, I don't gonna, think that I'm not gonna say, he was gonna win. I'm not gonna say winner of the character development award. I'm just saying that for a side character, considering how he's not a part of Anzal Ghoul's main group, like going into that amount of detail on him when he's not a main antagonist either, it's just kind of like. You know, it was it was done okay. Okay, I mean, he's definitely an interesting character. I like how they try to paint him as like this strong guy, but everybody else sees him as weak. Yeah, everybody who's strong sees him as weak, it, but they initially try to paint him as like the strong guy. Yeah, so I, I just find that interesting. Like, oh, okay, so he's not strong. Okay, 
That's what you're telling me. That's what I'll believe. But yeah, I, I mean, yeah, they kind of make you feel for them. Especially once you <laughs> get to know the princess, <laughs> you really feel for this guy. Like, oh, snap. He yeah. has no idea what he's gotten himself into. No idea of what he's devoted himself to. But he might find out. He might not. But the big theme of this whole season is that Ein's Algon is the king. He is the overlord. And everybody around is really just one, another one of his playthings. And the way the lizard men, like, when he came to see them, <laughs> he got this big, huge royal procession of the undead. And he came and stepped on his soldiers to get to the top of this giant platform just so he could sit on his throne and look down upon them and not have to worry about getting his feet dirty. That was, I have to say, first of all, Ainz Algon is a beast. He's a savage. Because first, okay, let's lay this out for you. First, he declares war on them and says, you have, what was it? Eight days yeah. to get prepared. Not not seven. Not ten. You have eight days to get prepared and then my army will attack. Yeah. And then he let them beat his army. Yep. Yeah. Okay? And then he came back. And then he just showed off all of his might. Like, I was just playing with y'all. Y'all ain't win nothing. <laughs> y'all won nothing. Won nothing. Throws a giant rock into the middle of their... What is it? A, a bog? A swamp? A, a, a swamp, a, pond, wherever, whatever. Alli- wherever throws, alligators live. <laughs> wherever alligators live, he says. He throws a giant rock out there, has all of his guards, like as he says, build a staircase up to this giant rock that he just threw out into the middle, pulls up his throne, and then he's like, all right, you need to send somebody out here to come meet me, and uh, I don't feel like waiting. So hurry up. So then they walk out there, and then, of course, we've got uh, his servants. And then Demiurge. I'm not going to lie. Demiurge's abilities. Like, oh, he's wow. so, like, laid back. Like, of all of his servants, Demiurge is the most, like, laid back. But Demiurge said, prostrate yourselves. Oh, and they in the dirt. They bowed immediately. They couldn't help it uncontrollably. And they were just stuck down there. And then... They were like, he was like, uh, let their heads up so they can speak. And he was like, you may look upon the master. Like, oh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. Like, a great display of respect. And but- then, and then uh, he, he was like, we're in, what was like, four hours, we're going to fight. And then oh, they were like, we give up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they were ready to give up. And he keep in mind, he said... He, you're going to go against Kokaitis by himself. You bring whoever you want to. You, your entire army will go against my lowest war, my lowest guardian. Yeah, you will go against that one guy. All right, and they still were like completely ready to give up. And he said no. And, they, and he said no. He said... You will fight. Said, I'd rather you fight when they tried to surrender. And it was just like, man, just completely just... Ran game on him, just toy with him, just like, hey, I want you to fight. And then, and then they asked him like, why would you do this? And he was just like talking about the giant stone that he threw out. He's like, oh, I didn't want to get my feet dirty in your mud. 
like rude. And then he just opened a teleportation gate and left. And just left. Oh wait, no, he also froze all of their water too. I forgot that part. Yeah, yeah. He didn't just throw a block of ice into the middle of the thing. He froze it. He froze it all, and yeah. then made the staircase. And then they were like, "So are you gonna keep on the staircases made of his undead soldiers. soldiers' bodies?" And it's not like one or two. Like this is not a small thing. This There's is like, like thousands, thousands of soldiers lying down for him to step on it on them. This it was ridiculous. It was a, amazing. It was an amazing display of power. Like if I had been those lizard men, I would have been like, "I give up too." I give up. Yep. It was really amazing. Uh, but uh, that's it for like the first arc of this second season. The second half of this arc, it followed Sebus. He's the uh, head butler of Nazarek. And man, he he's he's one of the, uh, what do you call him? Floor masters? Guardians? I think he's a floor master. He's not a guardian. He's a floor master, I think. No, I think he's just a head butler. I don't even think he's a floor master. I don't know, but just like all the other members of the Tomb of Nazarek, of the Tomb of Nazarek, anybody who's not from the Tomb of Nazarek does not stand a chance. And this is on display every single time he fights. Matter of fact, this is on display every time any of them fight. They cannot be beat. And the only one who can beat them is Lord Ainz. Yeah. He's, he's the only one who can beat them. And Sevis makes that comment too. He's like, there are 41 other people stronger than me. And the girl who saw too, she's like, is that a lot? And in my head, I'm like, do you know how many people on this planet? And he said, there are 41 that are stronger than me. Not 40. Not, there are a couple of people. Or there are about 50. He said, there are 41. There are only 41 people stronger than me. And, you know, you really believe it every single time he fights. And it's just like... The other guys, I mean, they're going to fight him. I understand. Like, there was this one moment where all these guys were getting ready to fight him, and all of them had these intros, and they were, like, introing themselves. And, and I was, we were watching it like, wow. Wow. These intros. And I was like, well, I guess they have to make the best intro they can because it'll be the last intro they ever we're make. New. Because I think Seba says it's not, he's like, it's not even going to take me 10 seconds to get rid of you. Yeah, and um, no, it didn't. They were gone. Like, the intros that they gave took longer than it took for Sebus to take them all oh. out. And the way we know it took less than 10 seconds is because on Verve, you have this feature where you can only go back by 30-second increments. And uh, it went so fast that we kind of missed it. And we were like, wait, go back. And then we clicked the 30-second button, and then we had to go back and watch their intros again. So yeah. there was that, too. Yeah. I mean, it, it was it was great. Like, Everybody he fought, it was just over. Like Seven showed up and he he handled his business. He handled his ass. Like he showed up, started taking names. Yep. And, and then um, and then yeah. at, there was at the, 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 oh. <laughs> the final part. <laughs> <laughs> when the he final. showed up and he was fighting. I don't know, was he supposed to be like a, a monk or something? I don't know. He had all these tattoos and the oh, other guy was just struggling. Like they were fighting tooth and nail and they were just like, like And then Seven shows up and he's like, he just, this guy powers all the way up to his mat. 
and think like Goku, Vegeta power up. Like he goes all the way out. Like he went his version of Super Saiyan Blue and then Sebus just stood there and took it. And then he lifted his foot up and dropped it. And, and that was it. That was it. That was he, it. He didn't even get his gloves dirty. And he was like, hmm, I almost lost that one. He was, I was just stronger than him by this much. And I know you guys can't see me, but he held up his hands and he was like, it was like, you know how people go like this much. And they hold their fingers real close together. Yeah, no, Sebasis was like kind of wide. Yeah, like, gap between us was too large. And everybody else was just standing in shock like... Like, this guy is like this beast protector of this criminal organization that nobody wants to deal with. And Sebas, a a humble butler. I don't know if I would call him humble. (laughs) He's humble when he's butlering to his (laughs) His master. master. Oh, but what was really great, Sebas is loyal. Let me tell you, this oh, man yes, the loyalty. <laughs> is loyalty, loyal. loyalty, loyalty. Because, uh, who was her name? A uh, solution. That's his. Uh, I don't know. I don't call her maid, but the, basically she's the maid who stays with him. And she thought that he was compromised, so she sends a message to Einzal Gong, and then he shows up like, "So what's up?" And he's like, "You know what? I want you to prove your loyalty to me." Because this human girl that you've taken, yeah, kill her. I want to see you do it. And then Savage just looks at her and she closes her eyes and he's like, okay. And so he just like is about to legit knock her head off. Not, I don't mean that metaphorically. I mean that quite literally. He was about to Very knock, physically. Physically knock her head off of her shoulders. Yeah. But then, uh, who is it? Kokaitis? Kokaitis, yeah. Steps Bl- in. And blocks a punch. And uh, Einzel Goon is like, would you say that was enough force to kill her? And he's like, oh, definitely. Oh, sir. definitely, sir. <laughs> like, and then, no, but really what gets me is the scene after the fact, after Einzel Goon has decided to let them go or whatever, Seb is just like, um, I'm not going to apologize. Nope. Nope. I'm not going to apologize because I would have killed you. I would have done it. And if he tells me to do it again, I'm going to do it. That's it. Whatever he says do, I shall do. Like, he is the end all, be all. all. Like, if he says do it, I'm going to do it. I don't like you that much, bruh. He is the overlord. Yep. He told me to do it, so I did it. Yep, without a doubt. But, yeah. And then, go ahead. Oh, then I was going to say, but, like, Sebus is awesome, but then there's also Demiurge. Yes, Demi Urge. Urge, I think, is like low key kind of my favorite because he's a showman. The way, yes, and the way the second art is set up, it's set up to like with the intro and everything else, and the way Demi Urge just talks naturally. You think that he's like going to betray Einzalgon because there's also this talk of oh now the NPCs are getting their own personalities and they're thinking for themselves and they're learning does that mean they're also going to learn betrayal and then we have the whole thing with Sebus and he him thinking that maybe he's betraying him and then we have Demiurge who's like his right hand man and we all know that the best betrayal stories are the person that you trust the most and it's clear that Demiurge has like the most trust of anybody yeah and 
it's, just it's, seeing him fight and like just commanding people like when Demi Earth speaks you do yeah it's like it's like that's his ability when when Demi Earth says something that's what happens can you imagine being having kids and just being like sit down and they just do it they don't matter what they doing <laughs> you know but if I was Demi Earth I wouldn't say sit down I'd be like prostrate yourself Oh man, you have to see it. You have to see it. Episode four, Overlord season two. Watch it. It must be watched. It was great. It was great. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. But not only that though, like yeah, he has that cool ability, but then he also like concocted this plan for Ein's All Gone or Mamonga or whatever you want to call him, because he goes by both names. To like save the city and be shown as super powerful to get rid of this demon that nobody else could get rid of. And they put on a really great show. Yes. And he was a better showman than Mamonga was because he kept messing up and calling him Demi Urge. And I forgot his stage name, but he didn't go by Demi Urge. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. But what does matter is that it was a fun fight to see. But in the back of your mind, the whole time you knew that this is really all just a big show and they're doing this just to lead these people on just so Einzel Gong can have fun and just, you know, I'm the trust of these people. Even though he's not using that name, he was, uh... What was Momonga. He? Momonga. Yeah, he was using Momonga. And Nabe. And Nabe. And it was just like, wow. It's like he's really controlling everything. Like, this whole world, he has a lot. And everybody's really just his playthings, even though he just kind of got dropped into this world and doesn't fully know everything that's going on. It's like nothing can challenge him. It's like he's untouchable. He has strong warriors and leaders of unquenchable loyalty to him. It's just like yeah, he, he rules everything. He is the overlord. The name makes sense in this one. It does. It really does. And it's also cool how like even when he's playing as Momonga in... Keep in mind that Iron's All Gone is powerful. Like, he's it. Like, the end. Period. We have the end. Overlord. Iron's All Gone. That's the end of it. And then we have Momonga. That's his weaker counterpart. Like, he goes from, like, 100 to maybe, like, 20. And keep in mind that even at 20, he's still more powerful than literally everybody else in this world. Yes. Okay? I think it's cool that even when he's that, like, all the girls just swoon over me, over him. Because he's like, oh, he's so powerful. Oh! And he's not even using magic, and magic is his main thing. He actually has no skill with the sword, and that's all he uses. And mind you, he never takes his mask off because he's undead. Yep. So they have no idea what he looks like. He's just so powerful. They're just like... They just fall all over him all over him. It's just, it's ridiculous. Yep. Wow, it was great. I can't wait till the next season. It's gonna be good. It's, it's just, it's gonna be really good. And there was something else that we saw that I was just like, oh, snap. But there are so many moments that I honestly yeah, there, there <laughs> can't so even remember it right now. Yeah, there are so many great moments with this, with this anime. You I mean, know. there was the princess in her her mood change. Her suit. If her you see the comic I kill, it's like the rich people in the first episode. Like there's a there's a switch. There's definitely a switch there. And it it, it flicks. And it's this dog. This real dog. 
Mm-hmm. Those lights go off. All the way off. <laughs> and then there's, oh, oh, what was her name? Shaltier. Oh, Shaltier Bloodfallen. She was like, she she was the best swordsman in the land. Okay. <laughs> and she is deflecting him, not with her hand, but with her nail and not even on her index finger, on her, her pinky finger. Just fully disrespecting this man. Yeah. And she's like, oh, at least you, your sword works well as a nail file. And then he breaks it. And then this man, this man flips out. He's like, I did it. I broke her nail. I'm going to run for life. Yep. <laughs> and then he runs. And he's just dipping out. And she's like, impressed. Like, oh, look, you broke my nail. Like, she didn't lose it like most anime girls would like how dare you reminisce she's like oh look look what you did at least you can work as a nail clipper yeah and then he ran and then he tried to brag to his friends like I did it I cut her nail and they were like okay Okay. that's a real great uh, accomplishment there brain yeah and it was it was though because I mean I don't know of any other human who could have yep he almost died doing that he almost died, and all he had to show for it was that he cut off a small piece of her nail. Yep. On her pinky finger. And nobody else understood. Nobody. But considering how she almost killed him at the end of the last season, you know. I think that's fair. I think it's fair. Yep. And uh, he, had, he had a right to feel that way. Yeah. Oh, the twins at the very end. That was my, uh, that was my They're thing. so nice, but so oh mean. Oh my God, the boy, y'all, you think, because like when you have twins, you think they're our personalities or who they are, and it's not true. Because we, in this one, we have the girl twin who dresses like a boy and the boy twin who dresses like a girl. And the boy is all like quiet and shy and polite. And let me tell you how like serious this little boy is. Like he breaks into this woman's house. And then he's like, are you, are you the person that I'm looking for? And she's are like, you the most important person here? Yeah. And then she's like, what? Are you lost, little girl? And then she gets closer, or little boy. And then he's like, are you who I'm looking for? And she's like, yes. And he was like, okay, great. Right. And then he pops her in the kneecaps. <laughs> then he bats her in the head. And then he grabs her by the hair, starts dragging her. And he's so polite. And while he's dragging her, then twisted her leg all the way around. This, the other per- servant comes out the room all bloody and stuff and killed everybody. And he looks at her like, come on, we're going to be late. You're wasting time. And he's so nice and innocent and her legs busted and he's dragging her out the door by her hair. Okay. Yes. Like it was just like, oh, stuff just got real. Real. And then on the last episode, they're having this round table and then she's like, uh, they're like, I don't know, I want to say torturing the other people, but the other people are scared out of their minds of them. And then she's like, I can convince them. Don't worry. You can trust me. And she's just like adamant, like, please let me do this job. And then the girl twin looks at him and she's like, what did you do to her? And then he's like, oh, I let her into so-and-so's room. He eats her from the inside out. And mind you, this little boy is a healer. So basically, he's been letting this monster eat her alive from the inside out and then healing her and then letting it do it again. And so now she's just like, no more, please. I'll do whatever you want. Just don't make me do it again. 
And then it's just like the way he says it is so like sweet and I innocent. Know, so sweet, so innocent, but it's like it's... it just makes it a thousand times more hardcore. Like, oh, I just let I just let the monster eat eat her from the inside out, and then I healed her. He did that a couple of times. <laughs> a couple of times. Like, what did he just say? He she ate him from the in, inside out. No, no. Okay, and mind you. The the girl sister was like, oh, like she thought it was bad. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, that was my exclamation over the twins. I don't even know their names. They're just the twins in my mind. That's all that really matters. But you would think that she was like the crazy, outgoing, strong, twisted one. Nope. Mm-hmm. It's the quiet ones you got to watch out for. It's the quiet ones you got to watch out for. Yeah. Um, after all that, I'm just gonna throw this out hit there out here. There is nothing that we didn't like about this anime. I mean, just just go watch it. It's totally worth your yeah. time. Yeah, it's been a while since I've been able to say that. I mean, I don't have any negatives. The only thing that I don't like is the fact that it's over. Like, I'm I'm ready for more. I want more. It's great. That is all. <laughs> That's it. It's definitely worth the watch. If you haven't seen it, why are you still here? Go watch it now. All right. But moving on um, to what we're watching next week, of course, I'll be watching more One Piece because that's what I do. Um, if you want to see how it's going and know my more detailed thoughts, check out my post at iratheranime.com. I'd rather One Piece. Yeah. Uh, um, I'm going to be finishing up Samurai Girls. There are two words in front of that, but instead of butchering it, we're just going to call it Samurai Girls. And if you want to know, I mean, you can check out the show notes, which will be posted somewhere on our website under the podcast yep and um maybe we'll catch up with black clover this week or at least on the dub episodes i think we're like three maybe four episodes behind maybe um, we're definitely gonna watch my hero academia though like, <laughs> yeah we're, we're not definitely mi- watching that not missing my hero academia for sure we will be watching the episode yeah. promptly when it comes out and i think i'm gonna watch violet evergarden that's next up on my list all right cool 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 Yep. So, yeah. Um, If you guys have any questions for us about the anime that we've seen or haven't seen and you think that we should see or... Anything you just want to hear us talk about. Or you just have questions that you want to ask us, even if it's not anime related, you know, send us, send them to us. You can tweet us at I'd Rather Anime or you can send us an email at I'd Rather Anime at gmail.com. Whatever floats your boat. Yep. And um, that's pretty much it. So um, that's it for this episode of I'd Rather Anime. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. Follow and tweet us at I'd Rather Anime. And check us out at I'dRatherAnime.com. We know you could be doing other things, but we're glad you decided to anime with us today. Until next time. Peace. Out. And then... And then, um, and then yeah. at, there is... Ah. <laughs> Cut. Like Seven showed up and he he handled his business. He handled business. Like he showed up, started taking names. But Demi Ertz said, "Prostrate yourselves." So, like, can we watch the anime now? <laughs>